What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is uh, Saturday, July 7th, 2018, and you guys are listening to episode 362. Uh, I am doing this um, from my hotel room here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I wanted this to come out on Monday, but I figure I'll put this out now. A lot of you guys might not get it until Monday because, like I said, I'm trying to work towards the beginning of the weeks. So you guys get this early in the week for the plugs, and uh, it's better that way instead of having to listen to them on the weekend. So since it's late on Saturday, some of you will probably be getting this on Sunday or even on Monday. Um, So we'll go from there. I am in uh, a, a lovely Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, which is not even as hot as New York, uh, odd enough. And um, I'm having a great time out here. Did um, one show on Thursday, already did two yesterday, and tonight is the big night, Saturday. Got a lot of tickets sold, people coming out tonight um, for the Atlanta Punchline, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock tonight, and then tomorrow, 7 o'clock. Sunday is the last one, and then I go back home to New York on Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you. I know uh, last week I was going to have a Patreon out, and unfortunately I got really sick in Detroit uh, to the point where Burr, Bill Burr was like, dude, you might not want to go on stage. You might want to sit this one out. And I'm like, fuck that, dude. I sat between two mooses on the way from Minnesota to Detroit to be here. I was not feeling good. I was lightheaded before the show, and uh, there's like 5,000 people in the room. And uh, I was like, no, I'm going to do it. So what they did is they stood next to the stage in case, God forbid, something happened because I was not feeling well and uh, ended up having a great time because I'm a damn professional, everybody, okay? But um, yeah, so I was not feeling well, could not do a Patreon. I apologize, but don't worry. I'm going to make it up to you guys this month with an extra one. So, um, you know, and I'm here in, in Atlanta. I'm feeling much better. And uh, I got a great show for you guys today. Ton of stuff to talk about. World Cup. I'm going to talk about that uh, that Russia-Croatia game. I can't believe I'm even talking about the World Cup on the podcast. But holy shit. Um, you know, that was one where I still feel the way I feel about soccer. But when you're sitting down in a restaurant and everybody's watching and you kind of watch it unfold. Plus, the reason why it was intriguing to me was that documentary on that cycling stuff and the, and the doping in Sochi. So I wanted to talk about that as well. Also, saw a movie here the first night I was here in Atlanta with Bartnick. We went to see a movie and really, really liked it. So I'm going to talk about that. Uh, My Unacceptable. Uh, I think you guys have a couple of Unacceptables that I may have to look back at. So uh, a packed show. Sit back, relax, wherever you may be, in your car, at your cubicle. Uh, Well, you're probably not at your cubicle now. If you're at your cubicle now... At this hour on Saturday uh, evening, you quit your job because, you know, they don't give a fuck about you and there's no way you should be at a cubicle right now. Um, but enjoy the show. Hopefully you're driving in a car or sitting down having a pop. Um, speaking of that, I'm really calming down with drinking. Get into all that shit as well. Um, but before I get into uh, before I get into the show, I uh, always want to shout out the sponsors, my new sponsor, uh, the amazing Capper Network, guys. CapperNetwork.com. Check these guys out. It is an amazing website for you to join. And here's the best part. It's completely free. Okay? You know those dude I called it moments where you and your friends say, I knew it, I did it? Well, this this website lets you do that. You go to a game, you pick a sport. Major League Baseball, football, basketball. 
uh, you pick what you think, under over on a game, or if you think, for the people that don't know, under over means is it going to be uh, under the total score or over the total score, uh, you could pick that, or you could pick uh, who's going to win, money line, all that stuff, and you just, you can, um, you risk units, and they have a leaderboard, so the amazing part about this is um, whether you're like a, you know, if you want to just, if you don't have time to go and do all the research, you can go to the leaderboard and see all of these people that are winning and have an unbelievable record doing this. And when you go to Vegas, you can just say, oh, I went to this website. All of these guys on the top of the chart, on the top of the leaderboard are always winning. Let's go with them. You can buy their advice. Um, and you can go and you can get your own, uh, you can, what's it called? You can get on top of the leaderboard and people will buy your advice. Okay. So when people are always claiming they know this and they do that, this will actually let you prove it. All right. It's, and it's a sports fans thing for all levels, a hundred percent free to join guys, whether you're new or experienced sports, better daily fantasy sports player CapNet is for you. Submit your predictions on sports bets and daily fantasy plays and conquer the leaderboard. It's as simple as that. Um, find the best or be the best. All right. If you're looking for the best sports bets, fantasy plays, uh, from legit sports handicapper, check out the leaderboard and you can view the picks so you know who to put the money on. It's that simple. All right. You could even also, uh, draft a capper team. You draft, you get like a fantasy team of all of the top, um, you know, you pick the best handicappers and you can, you know, it's amazing. You could pick your own team of the best, you know, handicappers. And, and go with what they with what they say. It's it's it really and it's legitimately 100% free. It's not one of those oh yeah, but then you have to do this. 100% free. Okay, you can make cash by predicting sports outcomes. It's awesome. Okay, so um, so on top of earning cash and bragging rights, you can improve on your sports wagering and daily fantasy capping skills. Okay, Capper Network is uh, new and growing and they have a lot more awesome stuff being added to the site like cheat sheets, uh, cash, survivor contests, and anything else you want. The owner will always listen, always add stuff to the site. Pick it, prove it, profit. Go to www, I guess you don't need the www anymore, cappernetwork.com. That is capital C-A-P-P-E-R, capital N-E-T-W-O-R-K.com. I just risked Five. I risked five units, which I believe is the most for a pick on my Yankees after that freaking beatdown that, uh, you know, Sonny Gray took yesterday. I don't know what's going on with Sonny Gray. Uh, remember in uh, My Blue Heaven, folks, what are we going to do with Wally so-and-so? <laughs> That's what I feel like going on with Sonny Gray. But uh, I think the Yankees bounced back. I picked him, and I uh, hopefully will get my ass up on this leaderboard. But check it out. All Things Comedy, guys, go to allthingscomedy.com for podcasts, albums, all that stuff, TV shows. You know what they do if you listen to the show. Just the best in content for uh, comedy. So check that out today. Now, moving forward, let's get to TVE 362. Um, You know, I'm going to actually start with sports on this one. I'm going to start with sports on this one and then go from there. We were just at a restaurant, and we were watching the World Cup, and uh, one of the bars was so packed, you felt like you were in the stands. It was nuts, people in jerseys, and we're like, look, dude, I just want to get some brunch. I don't feel like standing here with some guy from fucking Manchester, you know, with, you know, two ice-cold beers in his hand, and he's going to start throwing them all over the place. Like, I don't need that shit. 
And everybody's like, yeah, I don't want to do that either. Let's just go to, can we please go to just a normal restaurant and, and relax? So we go and there's a place and the bar was pretty much taken up because people were watching the game. But we actually ended up catching the Russian Croatia, uh, Russia versus Croatia. And um, it ended up being 1-1. Then it ended up being 2-2. Then it ended up going to overtime and then a shootout. And uh, I got to tell you something. It Here's the problem. When it's the World Cup and it's down to like the final four, of course you're going to watch and be like, that's cool. But I don't know how, like Major League Soccer in the United States, I don't know how this stuff survives when the World Cup every four years is just so much more, so much more on the line and so much bigger. It's just that ridiculously insane. And, um, you know, I still have a hard time following it always, all the time. I still, I mean, the flopping. Let's talk about the flopping. I have never seen guys fall down on the grass holding their knee and ankle, screaming in agony. I mean, these guys are going down like they're getting shot in the kneecaps and the fucking shins. And then 25 seconds later, they're sprinting down completely fine. I've never, it's actually almost comical how the, it, it's so childish. I'll be honest with you, I've never seen anything like it. These guys go down, they start rocking back and forth. This is some of the greatest acting I've ever seen. I said on Facebook, I said, I hope to God NBA players aren't watching this because it'll just take flopping to a whole other level. I've just never seen, it's the weirdest thing. Guys going down, grabbing their hamstrings, training people and doctors. And you're like, oh my God, dude, they're going to cart this guy. Dude, is this guy going to live? Like, is this, is this guy going to, is this guy going to make it? You know, and then two seconds later, he's back in the game, like smiling and laughing. I I don't know if they're just trying to get like, I guess a yellow card is a caution or a red card. You're out of the game. Or, I don't really know the rules, so I probably sound like an idiot. But one thing I do know is acting and seeing all this bullshit and these. Well, I'm not like not like I'm a great actor, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> these guys are flopping like I mean, like you read about, and um. My unacceptable for the day is very, very easy, okay? Um, they went to a shootout. So basically, I guess what happens is in soccer, it's 90 minutes, okay? And then after the 90 minutes, you have another 30 minutes, 15 minutes, and then another break, and then 15 minutes. So then after that 30 minutes, if nobody scores, they go to a shootout, and I guess they get five or six shots very close to the goal, you know, each player runs up, puts the ball in front of the goalie, kicks it, and if you know, and that, and whoever ends up getting the most or whatever. And um, it was going back and forth, and one Russian dude, I don't know his name, just missed the goal completely. Like I'm not even kidding. Like my son or daughter could have at least kicked it in this gigantic net, which I've talked about how big the net is in the, in the World Cup. Could have done that, and literally literally just missed the entire thing went all the way left and I was just thinking like what the f like that is that was the unacceptable that that I have for this week because I literally listen um I'm not saying I could be a soccer player and run around like these guys because they run for miles and miles for 90 minutes and it, it is intense okay and maybe when they do flop and hold their knee like they just got shot in the kneecap maybe that's them trying to take a break because they're so tired I could buy that but you gotta, you can't be ten feet away from a gigantic goal, and and just miss the whole thing completely. 
in a shootout in the World Cup to be in the finals or the or the final four. It's just something that you can't do. So that is my unacceptable. And again, I would never say that if it was something that I 100% didn't think I can do, but I 100% would have a chance in a shootout. I think 80% of the listeners right now, I really believe this, 80% of the people listening to the Versi Effect right now, if you had a shootout in the World Cup, you could definitely get it towards the goalie or have a shot at getting a goal. I really believe that. And if you think I'm lying or you don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube, just, you know, FIFA World Cup uh, shootouts, and you'll see how close it is, and you'll see if you could do it. The guy missed the fucking net completely. I was pissed. I was just like, I couldn't believe this. Uh, You know, so... There you go. That's my unacceptable. I feel bad for the guy. I don't know how big, like, nationally it is in Russia. Um, I don't wish, you know, the guy to go through anything like that. But I'd rather kick it towards the net, into the net, near the goalie, and have the goalie make a save. Have him block it with his head, his hands, his feet, whatever the fuck he's going to do. I'd rather have that happen than just miss the thing 100% completely. Um, And that's just me. Let's get to your guys' unacceptable. You guys have some here, so I will get to this, um, you know, and then, yeah, and I will go back to sports. I just wanted to talk about that one because that one was what, with the unacceptable. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the NBA free agency, LeBron James to the Lakers. Doesn't seem like other people want to go there and play. Talk about some stuff after. We'll get into that. Let me get into your guys' unacceptables, and then we'll talk some more stuff. And I got a movie... Uh, I got an awesome, awesome movie review for you guys, too. So, uh, oh, you guys are loving 362. And we got more Patreon coming out, too, guys. Again, I do apologize for being sick last time. But thank you so much. $3 a month. More content is coming. And um, I got a cool announcement. something that me and Bobby are doing. If you guys listened to the last YKWD, we talked about it on there, too. Let's go. This one is from Jesus. Jesus says, almost shitting my pants. Hey, Paul, sorry for the lengthy email, but I promise that it's worth the read. It's been almost two years since I last written in, and my unacceptable is a near shit experience that I just had as I'm writing this to you on the toilet. Well, I really didn't need to know that, but uh, at my university taking an English summer course, boring, uh, after class, I decide to go to Five Guys to get a burger. I've been eating super clean for the last few months and decided to finally give myself a cheat meal. Uh, I head back to campus to finish up an essay that's due on the 4th of July. Uh, As I have plans with my family that day and cannot afford to put this off. I go to the library and rent a study room to work in. Uh, An hour in, my stomach starts to feel uneasy. I ignore it and continue to type uh, as I have uh, a (laughs) rhythm going and I don't want to lose it. What a fucking mistake that was. Ten minutes go by and I come to the uh, unnerving conclusion that I need to shit now. I frantically lock up and uh, up the study room, which uh, contains my laptop and my backpack. I can barely move because I feel like I almost uh, shit my pants after every step that I take. After standing outside the study room for a couple of minutes, waiting for my bowels to settle down, I scurry to the bathroom in the library and see that it's full. Now the real panic sets in. <laughs> Luckily, I know of a small and especially clean bathroom hidden away in the administration building nearby that not a lot of people know about. How? Why is it so funny 
that people that like shit or shit in public a lot know these like secret little places. Uh, I waddle awkwardly through the campus, passing a bunch of hot chicks that are giving me puzzled looks. Uh, fuck my life. <laughs> uh, LOL. As I mentioned in a previous email, I am 6'2 guy. So to see a dude of my stature waddling is quite a hilarious sight. I make it to the bathroom, and as expected, it looked like it was just cleaned. I managed to pull out three or so toilet seat covers at once, put them on the seat, turn around, pull my pants down, and let a river of liquid hell leave my body. Next <laughs> next to coming, <laughs> Jesus, I believe that making it to the bathroom on time when you really have to shit is one of the best feelings in the world. Paul, there are two unacceptables here. One, ignoring the signs of, of possible uh, catastrophic diarrhea. Two, writing you and proofreading this email instead of finishing my essay. At least this summer course seems to be paying off. LOL, lock me in a cage while I have horrific diarrhea with no toilet in sight. Keep up the great content. Well, thank you, uh, Jesus. Um, I don't know if it's Jesus or Jesus, but just because that was a shit story, I I, I can't say Jesus. So I'm going to say Jesus. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe it's the, I don't know, something in me just says, let's go with that. Um, yeah, well, you know, it's funny, and I don't mean to be gross here, but I just had, this is going to be, unfortunately, this is going to be a toilet unacceptable because we may have a special one coming up here, but... Um, I was just watching the World Cup at, at this restaurant, and I uh, I had to go to the bathroom, and I felt like it was going to, you know, not be just number one, you know? I thought I was like, oh, I'll piss, but then I'm like, oh, no, man. You know, I had breakfast, and I got my metabolism going. And I always feel like if your metabolism is good, you know, you kind of need to shit, like, in the morning after your first meal. You have coffee, you have breakfast, and then you go, and then you go about your day. You don't think about it anymore. So I think that that's happening, and I go to the bathroom. And the bathroom smelled so bad and I knew somebody was in it and they didn't flush good. And I'm like, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. So then I went back and I was hoping to see like a worker go in there and clean it. And then I went back and the door was locked and somebody else was in there shitting. And now I'm like, oh my God, I might shit myself. And um, anyway, yeah, waiting and all that stuff could have been, it could have been catastrophic. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Since we're on the topic... The man, the myth, the legend. You guys have guessed it. The Shakespeare of shit himself. Okay, so we were warmed up with Jesus. But now we're going to take it to a whole other level. Okay, uh, Kelly Meyer. A, what can I say? A unbelievable devoted supporter and listener of not only my comedy but of my podcast. He is uh, a friend at this point. And he is one of the most amazing writers <laughs> I've ever seen. And if you've listened to the show, you know that his IBS stories uh, are second to none. And the, the, uh, the subject on this one is Ask and You Shall Receive. So here we go. Kelly Meyer. Need I say more? Paul. I held off on writing this until Shannon wrote in her story about meeting uh, you and Bill in Canada. I'm honored to have carte blanche on TVE, but Shannon's story was super funny and definitely worth a read. I didn't want to risk my story trumping hers. 
Shout out to Shannon for the kind words on TVE 361. She is super nice. We have a lot of fun discussing comedy. And if there is a bigger Verzi fan than me, it's definitely her. I love her. She's amazing. And uh, I, she's, she's, yeah, she's like you. I might be in L.A. the same time as her and her husband later this year. So we were hoping that maybe we could all meet up and discuss comedy and all things Verzi in person. Well, you see that TVE brings you people together, brings Verzi effect. I got to tell you something. If, if these guys are such amazing fans that if I was doing the Verzi effect for two people and it was Shannon and Kelly, I would probably still have to do it. Or just be like, call me every once in a while. Like I, I swear to God, like they're they're awesome. They're always come out and shit. Um, so speaking of and shit, here we go. So now on to the shitting. Uh, I haven't had any major IBS issues since the last one I wrote in a few months ago about shitting myself on the plane. I've been eating better and avoiding foods that trigger the IBS. Uh, that all changed a few days ago, and I can tell you this is one of the nastier ones. And as always, sorry for the length. No worries. I had to drive to Madison for work, uh, and I was unfamiliar with the, uh, the location, which has a brand new building that didn't come up on any GPS. I left myself plenty of time to get lunch on the way and to make sure I could find out the place once I got there. Uh, I stopped at my favorite burrito place, oh boy, uh, and while I was standing in line, I had convinced myself that I deserve to go balls out on this burrito because I haven't had any stomach issues as of late and I'd have plenty of time to stop and shit if needed. I ordered my burrito with uh, pinto beans, uh, spicy queso, habanero salsa, extra cheese, and extra sour cream. Dude, that just made my ass be like, do we got to go to the toilet? As I ate, as I ate it, I told myself that even if I shit myself, it will be 100% worth it. Uh, I was wrong. It wasn't. As I drove to Madison, my stomach made some odd sounds, and I had a little bit of discomfort, but no major issues or sudden urges to shit. I got into Madison and started driving around looking for this place. My GPS told me that I had to park and walk almost a mile, which I wasn't about to do in 90-degree weather. And then, without warning, I nearly shot out of my seat as the, as the very sudden and very violent ass-clenching uh, that happened in these situations. I went from zero to explosive diarrhea, slamming my asshole with the battering ram uh, in under two seconds. I was driving around a residential area, so there were no public restrooms. Oh, the tears in my eyes are starting to come. I jammed my foot. <laughs> See? <laughs> it's words like jammed my foot or jammed on the curb. It's just little things. All right, I'm sorry, everybody. We'll get through this. And listen, I know these are long shit stories, so when this is done, I will see if there's anything else. And if not, we could hold it for after, okay? Um, anyway, I, uh, <laughs> I jammed my foot on the accelerator at 60 miles, an, uh, 60 miles an hour on my way out of the residential area and back onto East Washington Avenue, the main highway that runs through Madison. I had to drive the better part of a mile before I found anywhere to relieve myself. And when you're fighting back diarrhea with all of your might, every second seems uh, an eternity. Finally, I saw a Burger King <laughs> coming up on the right. I was like, 
a sailboat that was lost at sea and spotted a small beacon of hope in the distance. Uh, that BK was that BK was my lighthouse. Okay, I jumped the curb on my way uh, in because I hit the parking lot going 40, parked half uh, cocked like an asshole. I waddled inside, stopped in my tracks a few times along the way. Uh, and beat back this demon trying to spew forth from within me. (laughs) I made it uh, inside the BK and hurried past the front counter, around the corner towards the men's room. I grabbed the handle of, uh, I grabbed the handle, and to my horror, the door was locked. My heart sank. There was a battle raging in my lower digestive tract. The diarrhea had just called in an airstrike, and my colon's defenses were about to retreat. Uh, this BK isn't, the, is, isn't in the greatest of neighborhoods, and the security guards saw me trying to get in. Uh, and God bless this man. He looked like Andy Griffith's much older brother, but he hurried over because he could certainly tell my body language uh, was uh, my body language that whatever I was about to do. He would rather I do it in a bathroom than in the the dining area. He unlocked the door and let me in. This is a very large single-person bathroom with one urinal, one toilet, no stall doors. Uh, I ran over to the toilet, uh, didn't even bother with my belt, just pushed my pants down over my hips, held my ass over the toilet without sitting down, Uh, and unplugged the life support that was keeping my sphincter alive. Sweet Jesus, I made it. I I pushed out as much as I could uh, while still hovering over the toilet. I heard an excessive amount of splash. I heard an excessive amount of splashing in the toilet behind me and didn't even entertain the idea that I may have missed the bowl a little bit. Without turning around, I undid my pants and sat down, uh, and then I immediately sprang back up and turned around to view the mayhem. Paul, I had absolutely painted this bathroom. <laughs> Jesus. The previous white toilet was now brown, every square inch of it. Oh my God, the wall behind the toilet, the floor surrounding the toilet. There was shit five feet from the toilet in all directions. It was as high as three feet up to the wall. What the f- what? I arched my back and looked down at my pants. They were covered in shit. <laughs> as, as was my entire ass from sitting on a shit-covered toilet seat. Oh my god, guys, I'm sorry if you're eating. I had my <laughs> I have my auxiliary pants uh, and underwear in my back uh, backpack uh, out in the car, but I wasn't about to walk out of the bathroom covered in shit, so I once again found myself naked from the waist down in a public restroom, uh, washing my pants in the sink. Oh my god, at least you had the door locked. Um, I cleaned the bathroom as best as I could using only uh, paper towel and TP. I used half of a roll of, uh, of TP on the floors and walls. Uh, I don't mean TP like you have at your house. I mean one gigantic roll of TP that weighs five pounds. Oh, I know which ones you mean that you find in public restrooms. There were several knocks on the door, and I just yelled out, busy, 
as I was down on my hands and knees near tears. Just as I was finishing up and uh, flushing dirty toilet paper down uh, the toilet for what had to have been the 20th time, another knock came and with the old security guard's voice yelled, security, is everything okay in there? Uh, You've been in there a half hour. I said, yeah, man, sorry. I just kind of got sick in here and I'm cleaning up. I'll be out in a minute. I put my pants back on, which at this point uh, were a shade (laughs) darker because they were completely wet. Uh, There was nothing to be done about the smell, which can only be described as a rancid meat mixed with a hint of decaying corpse. Ugh. I opened the bathroom door to find the security guard and three guys waiting in line to use the bathroom. The security guard uh, asked if I needed medical (laughs) assistance. The security guard asked if I needed medical assistance assistance as he looked over my shoulder into the bathroom. My guess is that he thought I was in there doing drugs or something. I said I was fine and left as quickly as my feet would carry me. No more pizza, no more burritos. My only reason to live now is my family and I think even they are getting sick of my shit. To uh, any employee of the Burger Kings on East Washington Avenue in Madison, Wisconsin, that may be listening to this. I just like to say I am truly sorry for ruining your day. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> Kelly Meyer never, never disappoints the IBS champion of the world. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, so funny, so disgusting, so descriptive. We needed one on TVE. You always come through every couple of months. Uh, the other one had to do with taking a shit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Jesus and then Kelly just takes it over the top. Uh, I'm sorry if you guys were eating. Um, and, yeah, the last place you ever want to be is in a Burger King restroom covered in shit all over the place where you're on your hands and knees cleaning it for a half hour. That sounds absolutely awful. And I think, guys, I'm going to have to leave the unacceptables there uh, because... You know, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Send your unacceptables for, to uh, TVE at, uh, at uh, what's it called? Unacceptables for TVE at gmail.com. Thank you uh, so much. And uh, we, will, we will keep it moving. Uh, where do you go from there? Um, so, you know what? I'll tell you where we're going to go from there. Bobby Kelly and I are doing something next week. Where if you guys listen to me on the, um, excuse me, if you listen to me on the YKWD uh, podcast this week, it was so much fun. It was uh, me, Rich Voss, Gary Goleman, just amazing uh, comics on Bobby Kelly's podcast. And uh, Bobby uh, and I are going to go camping in the woods, Uh, just me and him. We are going to spend a night in the woods together. We are going to hike. We are going to set up camp. Look, guys, you know me. Okay, I'm at a fucking Hilton hotel right now. Okay, I'm in a Hilton suite right now. This is the way I like to live. All right, I like to live where I can get room service. I like to live where I got air conditioned, movies. You know, I, I you know, I feel like humans have already uh, been able to be out of the woods, and we don't need it. However, Bobby Kelly is telling me how great this is. And it's going to be so much fun. And he went with uh, Joe List and Ari Shafir. 
there's, we're going to, you know, I'm going to be in a fucking tent at night. I'm worried about animals. I'm worried about snakes. I'm worried about fucking bears. Um, if this thing was recorded or videotaped, it would be absolutely hilarious to hear the conversations that we're going to have. <clears throat> but that's not the case. Uh, we are just going to go out there. Um, you know, we were joking. Bobby wanted to carve his own fucking, you know, utensils, which I'm not doing. All right, but we are going to be out in the woods. I think we're going to go like July 12th. We're going to go one night, all right? We're going to go out there early in the day. We're going to go hiking. We're going to set up camp. We're going to make our own dinner. I don't know if we're going to go fishing. We're going to do the whole thing. We're going to set up our tents. We're just going to hang out, and then the next day, we're going to get home really early. So uh, hopefully, knock on wood, this is not my last podcast, but I'm fucking worried about bears, guys. I'm not joking around and say, oh, there's no bears. You don't have to worry about bears. It's like, yeah, you do. All right, you're camping right now. You're going camping, all right? And there's like you got to do something where you take all your food and you put it up high in a tree away from your camp so if a bear comes to get the food, they're away from you. That's not settling to me, okay? Nothing about that makes me feel like it's okay. All right, so I got to put anything edible that a wild animal that lives in the fucking woods can smell and come get. I got to like dangle it in a tree like it's a fucking cartoon and have the thing try to bat it like it's a damn pinata. All right, I'm not into that. I don't want to do it. I'm actually freaking out about it, okay? Um, You know, I told him, I was like, dude, can I bring a gun? He's got knives and shit. I want to bring a gun. You know, I don't have a gun. I don't have a rifle. I don't have a shotgun. But I'm going to be in the woods, all right? And not this is nothing against Bobby Kelly. I love Bobby Kelly, all right? But it's just going to be us two. Two fucking short, bald dudes, you know, walking around the woods. You know, if you ever heard us talk, it, I mean, you've obviously heard me talk. And Bobby's going to be like, dude, what the fuck? I mean, we're, it's going to be a fucking, you know, it's like two of my cousin Vinny's walking around the woods. And I wanted a third person to go just because if God forbid one of us breaks our leg or ankle going up a trail and the other one's got to get help, then you're going to leave somebody alone. At least if there's three people, you know, the chances of two people breaking their leg and their ankle is not going to, you know, you somebody, you know, it's probably not going to happen unless you're the New York Giants playing in one game where your whole fucking wide receiver core breaks their leg in the same game. But what I'm saying is I'm looking at it like this. God forbid. And I'll, you know what? Maybe I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm just, look, I'm looking at it like this. If God forbid something happens to one of us and the other's got to go and get help, that person's alone. Whether it be late at night or, you know, I mean, this is how horror movies start. Yeah, we're going to go out there. We're going to bring some food. We're going to have a good time. We're going to go hiking. All right, there's not even a third person. You know, at least when there's a third person, there's always that person going, hey, Hello, is anybody out there? And then you get killed. No, this is going to be just, God forbid, one and done, and then somebody's going to be out there. I'm not going to be sitting there crying with the phone. I don't even, he said no phones are allowed. So guys, I'm going into the danger zone here. I'm going into the woods, me, for a week. I can't wear my Jordans. I can't wear my Air Max. I can't wear my nice Adidas. I'm going in there in boots. I'm going in there with a backpack, fucking beef jerky. You know, just a bunch of fucking, you know, animal bait in a bag. Knives, me and Bobby Kelly. I'm I'm told it's fun. I'm told it's nice. There's water over there. Great. We will see what happens. 
But we are doing that, uh, and I will obviously be talking about that. The nice thing is, if everything goes well and I get back and everything is fine, I will be talking about that on the next podcast, and I will let you guys know uh, what is happening. But we're going into the trails, we're going into the mountains, and we're going to be alone in the dark at night. So we shall see. You know, um, and the last time he went, they brought like steaks and they brought all this. And he's like, yeah, we're not doing that this time. This time we're just going to make hot dogs and maybe have beans. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad you're slumming it when I come, Bobby. You know, last time you had a fucking, you know, a wedding menu with you going up a trail. And now with me, it's like, ah, we'll see. We'll fucking go fishing. We'll eat a fish head and some fish eyeballs. I don't know. But that is what is... uh, apparently going to happen and we shall see so uh, I will let you guys know about the adventures of Bobby and Paul in the woods overnight in the dark with no phones Um, you guys thought I was scared to fly to Florida now it's gonna happen Uh, I got a movie that I want to talk to you guys about Um, it was awesome I saw me and Joe Bartnick in uh, Atlanta, the first night we were here on Thursday night, we went to go see uh, Sicario 2. That's right, Josh Brolin, uh, Benicio Del Toro. If you guys saw the first one, it was basically about... I'm not, I'm not really going to give <clears throat> too much away here, but it was basically about um, the United States government uh, basically hires Benicio Del Toro to almost be like a hitman to go out and kill some of these drug dealers and these people smuggling drugs across the border. And he plays a badass, and it's violent, and it was really good. Well, now they have another one out called uh, Sicario 2. Actually, let me be. Let me find out exactly. Oh, fuck. I got that thing in the um, hotel where you have to, you know, put your last name and do all this shit, last name and room number. Fuck. Anyway, Sicario 2. You guys know what it is. It's the one with Benicio Del Toro. It's like, you know, it has a second name. Like, Sicario 2. Nobody wins. You know, whatever. It's not nobody wins. <laughs> um, and this time, and this is in the synopsis, so I'm not giving anything away. But this time, it is not drugs that they are trafficking uh, uh, over the border. It's humans. Okay? It's humans. And uh, obviously, there's a lot of drug cartels in Mexico. All kinds of shit. So Josh Brolin, the movie basically starts out with terror attacks. And uh, Josh Brolin is the head of this unit that wants to find out the root of the problem. A lot of times these terrorist attacks, when you see them, you think, oh, that shit happened there. It's from there. No. Ships need to come in. So, like, where does the ship come in in order to drop off the terrorists? Why did the terrorists pick that part? Josh Brolin is this United States badass. I mean, this guy's got his shit together. And I'm going to tell you something. Josh Brolin steals this movie. Benicio Del Toro is one of my favorites. And he's been. He's just an amazing actor. He's won everything. I think Golden Globe, Academy Award. He's the shit. But, dude, Josh Brolin in this movie was like, what? And I didn't even realize. Somebody goes, yeah, he's in three of the hottest movies this summer. Josh Brolin is in Avengers, which is nuts. He plays the bad guy in Avengers. Uh, I heard he kills it in Deadpool 2, which I didn't see. I didn't see Deadpool 1 or 2, just because I'm not a comic book guy. And then he is now this guy who is heading up this unit 
in the United States to find these terror terrorists and all these people, um, human trafficking and all that. He goes and finds Benicio del Toro to hire him again, but this time there's no restrictions like there was last time. Last time there was rules and this and that. So if you see in the coming attraction, he goes, "We're turning you loose," and Benicio del Toro goes, "How loose?" Which is fucking awesome. Me and Joe go to this movie theater, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was it was basically every nobody saw nobody was in the theater. Okay, um, it was more of an urban movie. It was like more of a black movie theater, to be honest. And everybody going in the movie went to go go see Uncle Drew. I kept going. I kept going. Why is that movie theater getting packed? Everybody keeps going in that movie theater. It's getting packed. And I was like, oh, it's Uncle Drew. And it was called the Dining Movie Theater. So it's one of those movie theaters where you can. Now, we had already eaten. We had already eaten at a diner. We already went out. But it's one of those movie theaters that has a full bar. And I don't just mean like, you know, you could get a rum and coke. I mean, they got like Johnny Walker. It's like a full-fledged bar. You could get whiskey, you could get bourbon, you could get scotch, vodka, the whole thing. It's like a regular bar, and then you can um, order burgers, you can order wings. It's a full menu restaurant. So you go in, you sit down, you hit service, you get, you order your candy. You guys have been to this type of theater before. So, um, yeah, it was just, it was. we go into the theater, and the guy goes, oh, you two are the only ones in there. We literally, me and Joe Bartnick, literally walk into this movie theater and it is just us. Huge, all these big red recliner like desk chairs. It wasn't like ch- uh, seats that are attached. They were like, they move around. Like it was like a, if you're sitting at a desk uh, in, in your office. It just like, you know, slides on wheels. But it had this huge like big, and you just lean back. It was awesome. And we're sitting at this table and we're just watching it. And I ordered Junior Mints and a Diet Coke. Uh, Joe had just eaten. He didn't want anything. And we just sit there right in front of the smack in the middle of the theater, right in front of this big screen, watching this movie. It did not disappoint. It was on point. The acting was sick. It was super violent. They go after, you know, there's a huge drug dealer, drug cartel leaders, family member involved. The United States government goes after that in order to like have bait. It was fucking awesome. It gets the Verzi effect two thumbs up easily. Uh, the acting was insane. The the story, and then I'll tell you this without telling you a lot. There's a big kind of twist in the end and something happens in the end and I know this is gonna get you guys, all right? <clears throat> Excuse my voice, I'm getting a little, as I've been all doing all these shows, and uh, talking a lot and everything like that, I'm getting, I'm, of course, I'm getting a sore throat. But anyway, um, a twist in the end happens where you can't believe what you just saw. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Like one of those where you're sitting there and you're going, did what I did, did I see what I think I just saw? And then you're just sitting there and it going, that actually just happened. One of those. But then there's a twist in the end. And you're like, what the fuck? And they leave it opened. Really, really good. Need I say more? Sicario 2. If you want to see it, 
if you like shit with government and terrorists and undercover shit that the United States government does that nobody tells you about, if you like some violence, if you like some fucking action, but also a good story. And it's not one of these movies that it's like, it's just, you know, cars blowing up and crashes and, you know, they go through a million. It's not one of those. It does have some aspects of that, but it's more about the story what happens, and actually what the United States government is capable of and how there's shit that we just will never, ever know what the United States government is doing. Period. That That's basically what it is. You know, um, I think when you watch, like it's one of those, do you guys remember the movie Body of Lies? There was a movie called Body of Lies with, um, who the fuck was it? Russell Crowe and... Um, Leonardo DiCaprio and it was basically how Russell Crowe is calling the shots from the US and like he's at his daughter's like soccer game in the US and he's giving orders to um it's another good movie actually he's giving orders to uh Leonardo DiCaprio who's like literally in like terrorist places where they're cutting people's heads off on the internet during that time and it just shows how we make decisions here in the states but there are people that are literally out there either undercover or in danger around in order to get information for us of where things are happening, where terrorist attacks are happening, why they're happening, and who's responsible for them. That's what this is about in some undercover crazy shit. You got to see it. Um, so there you go. Sicario 2. I hope I gave the review the proper way because it deserves it. So check that out. Uh, back to sports. Like I said, uh, the... The Russia-Croatia game we saw today was awesome. The unacceptable was the guy missing the missing the shot completely. But um, yeah, I, now I think it's it's uh, who is it? It's uh, it's going to be Croatia versus England and Belgium versus France. Gun to my head right now, and I know nothing about soccer. I'm just going to say I'm going to root for Croatia because Joe Bartnick said they're the closest to Italians. So I'm going to root for them, but I got a feeling France, I don't know why, I just have a feeling France is going to win. Could be completely wrong. I just, the way, I don't know. There's just something about the French this year, I just got a feeling. Um, The New York Yankees, did they win today? I don't even know. They got rocked yesterday. Um, And I wanted to talk a little bit about the NBA. NBA free agency, LeBron James to the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, like, like I talked about before, I think he'll get one. I think he might get one there. They were saying that the Warriors are going to lose a big free agent next year. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Carmelo Anthony's probably, you know, that was crazy. Nobody wants him. Um, who would have thought that was going to happen? But, um, you know, what can I say? Sports is in a rough spot right now because you know things are rough when all there is is baseball. And then once this World Cup is over, it's just going to be baseball until, um, you know, basketball and football. And you know things are rough when free agency in basketball is a big thing going on right now. Think about that. They're not even talking about the game. They're not talking about husband. They're talking about which players are switching to which teams. And I know it's interesting, but that's when you know sports is in a bad way. So I'm waiting for it to um, waiting for it to come back and uh, and do that. Guys, I have to say uh, the shows, thank you so much 
for coming out to the shows here in um, Atlanta. The numbers have been better. People are coming out. Podcast fans. Again, you're going to get more uh, Patreon. I'm sorry about what happened last week, but uh, I got some stuff lined up for you for sure. Um, and that's it, man. My kids are going to summer camp, so I'm going to kind of be lonely. You know, it's going to be like a few weeks where my kids in summer camp and my wife working. And when I'm, I am, I got some traveling, but during the day, I'm just going to be working. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to be alone and then working at night. So uh, I know everyone's like, oh, the kids are in summer camp. I can relax. Fuck that. I want to be with my kids. There's nothing cool. When you're, listen, when your kids suck and they don't listen, it's like, yeah, I just want them to go. You know the way parents are like, I can't wait for school to start. It's like the reason you can't wait for school to start is because your kids probably fucking stink. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but there's nothing cooler than when your kids are like, Daddy, will you come play with me or hang out with me? And they want to be with you. And not like, that's the shit. And for weeks, I told my wife, I was like, come on, man. Like, I don't want them to go to camp for five weeks or whatever it is. I want them to hang out with me. I miss them. I got to go to Vegas. I got to go to, uh, where else am I going? I'm going to Vegas. I got to go to, I'm going to Connecticut. I got to go to Atlantic City. I got to go to all these different places. And um, speaking of that, I want to actually do some plugs now. What are we, almost 50 minutes in here? All right. I got to get this out to you guys. So let's see. Um, Guys, what can I say? New York City, come out. I will tell you this, and I'm not trying to be a dick. Uh, you guys know me. I'm humble. I'm not trying to be an arrogant asshole, but I will tell you this. The new hour and the new set is really starting to come together. People are loving it, and uh, when they come out, they're like, man, that was awesome, and I'm excited. Of course, I'm not uh, 100% happy with everything because I'm never going to be 100% happy with everything, but New York City, Gotham Comedy Club, okay, August 10th, August 11th, 8 o'clock show and a 10 o'clock show, both nights, Friday and Saturday. You got two on Friday, 8 and 10. You got two on Saturday, 8 and 10. That is August 10, August 11th. Guys, come to those shows. I want to fill the place up. I want to pack the place out. I want to come home to New York the first time headlining, doing that time since my special, which would be almost a year, okay, and, uh, and then the special is going to be released um, in the very early fall. But I really want everybody to come to those shows. Please check those out. Tell a friend. Pack it out. If you love the podcast, if, even if you're not from New York and you want to come to see a show, you want to see me do a long set at a premier comedy club, come out. Take a trip. It's going to be the shit. I'm going to have a good time. Be there with some friends. Going to be hanging out afterwards, talking to fans afterwards. Come out to those shows. I will also be at the Borgata in uh, Atlantic City July uh, 15th through the 18th. So basically next week. And I just got added to the Fairfield Comedy Club this Friday and Saturday, uh, the, the 13th and the 14th. So the 13th and the 14th, I'm in Connecticut. Then the 15th through the 18th, I'm at the Borgata a lot of shows in New York City, okay? And then obviously August 10 and 11 is the Gotham shows I just told you about. And then at the end of uh, at the end of August, I will be in Las Vegas at the Rio at the uh, Comedy Cellar Comedy Club. So please check all of those out. Uh, I'm getting ready. I'm getting geared up to go on tour after the special comes out. I'm excited about it. And um, yeah, man, I'm... I'm uh, I'm excited. I I think like it's cool because like these new jokes and some of the new you know new experiences I had in life I'm just bringing to the stage, and um, 
You know, it's weird. It's like, I guess this is some cool shit to talk about with you guys because like comedians um, go through growth in life and then it comes out on stage. But I never, it's amazing how you do something and then two years later you go and do something else and you're just like, fuck, it's better. And then you're like, does that mean I fucking sucked before? You know, or does that mean that it's just, it's just a constant, like, I just don't fucking care and I want to say it and talk honest and that's what I feel like I'm doing and I'm having a fucking blast doing it. And, uh, you know, if people get offended, they get offended. I was talking to, uh, one of the owners at the punchline, uh, in Atlanta here and it was just like a comedian, if they feel it and they want to say it, they could never apologize for it and just be honest and, um, you know, that's what it is, uh, you know, right now, I love what's going on with the podcast. I love what's going on with the fans and the numbers. And I know it's a steady climb and just, you know, going to keep growing. But I'll tell you this. You guys are the most loyal and you guys are the best to me. And uh, even the people that are listening to me on other podcasts are coming over here. So please tell somebody. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing you guys at a comedy club. Please check out also the new paulverzi.com website. It's got all the new shit on there. Uh, announcements and everything, and for three dollars more, you'll get the Patreon, and um, I'm gonna fucking load you guys up with those. Okay, so uh, thank you guys so much. I gotta get out of here. I got some shit to do, but uh, you guys will have this for, like I said, you know, you'll be getting it uh, Sunday and uh, you know Monday. You could have it for the week. You could hear the plugs. Check all that stuff out. I will let you guys know what's going on camping. I'm afraid of what's going near my body. I'm afraid of bugs. I'm af- no, I'm not afraid of bugs. I'm afraid of bears. All right, my biggest fear is getting eaten by an animal. I don't want to do that, and I'm actually putting myself into where I'm going to an animal's living room. So hopefully that that nothing happens bad with that. Uh, I talked about the uh, the documentaries already, and uh, oh, if you could watch John Gotti, Gotti and Son on A and E, Gotti and Son on A and E, check that out. It's about uh, basically John Gotti Jr. and uh, his path. <clears throat> excuse me, his path and how all that shit happened where he didn't want to be in his dad's um, his dad's footsteps anymore and he actually goes to jail and talks to John Gotti while he's dying and you see how fucking John, the real John Gotti was like, didn't take it well. Pretty fucking awesome. So check that out too. Uh, all right, guys. This has been TVE 362. You guys rule. Thank you so much. Go Yankees. I will talk to you guys soon and please check out Capper network.com stop talking shit to your friends and start putting your money where your mouth is and go prove it get on the leaderboard and check that out you guys will love it i will talk to you guys next time take care